welcome to another edition of Maplewood Barn Radio Theater, brought to you with the kind assistance of KBIA. Today we bring you an original production called Candid Criticism by Brad Buchanan. Brad has done many of the script adaptations for the radio show over the last few years, and every now and then comes up with an original script, which has never been performed before. Now, for the pleasure of our listening audience, we bring you the premiere of Candid Criticism, a mixed-up tale of romance, intrigue, and a touch of silliness for those who like that sort of thing. Our heroine, a young lady named Helen, has just sat down in her living room with an old friend named Jack. Let's listen in. What's the matter with you, Jack? Why are you fidgeting around? Do you need to use the bathroom? No, nothing like that. I'm just nervous, that's all. Nervous? What about? Jeez, it's Thanksgiving Day and you act like you're about to walk into a calculus exam. The turkey will be ready in an hour or so. Want to watch some football until then? No, I I didn't come over for turkey and football. Look, Helen, I've had this bottled up inside me for a long time, and and I just want to talk to you. I mean, really talk to you. You are being so serious, Jack. What's the problem? Well, listen, Helen, we've been good friends for years now, even dated a little in high school, but never really got serious. Well, for me, it's time to get serious. Serious? Look... The Lions are playing the Broncos. How about... No, Helen, it's not time for football. No time for football? Wow, this must be serious. Okay, what's up? Look, I've had a major crush on you since grade school, and I think it's time we hooked up. Hooked up? You mean as a couple? Yes, as a couple. You know, girlfriend and boyfriend. What? Are you kidding? You've seen how romances ruin friendships. As my dad says, men are incomplete until they find their soulmate. Then they are finished. Helen, you make me happy. I want to be with you and only you. Oh, Jack, I can't believe you're doing this on Thanksgiving. Look, you make me happy too. I love it when we go camping, watch football. By the way, the Broncos are up 7-3. to three. But I'm afraid if we get romantic, it will ruin the relationship. You don't... You don't think I'd make a good boyfriend? To tell the truth, I think you would make a great boyfriend. For the right girl, I'm just not that girl. But why? Is it Alan? Look, I know you all are dating right now, but do you think he makes a better companion than me? You're a great companion, Jack. Like I said, just not romantically. So what's wrong with me? I would make a great boyfriend. We have a great time together. We like all the same things. Oh, the Lions just scored. They're up 10 to 7. Yeah, the Lions are tough this year. So what's the problem with us trying it out for a while? Jack, you know I love you like a brother. But that's it. Like a brother, not like a boyfriend. I I just don't get it, Helen. You're the kindest, sweetest, most beautiful girl I've ever known. If you want to know the truth, Jack, there is the problem right there. What? Uh, What'd I say? Quit complimenting me. You're always opening doors for me and buying at restaurants and... Oh, doggone it, Jack. You're just too nice. Too nice? But I thought it was nice to be nice. But we have different personalities, Jack. I'm more fiery. I need someone who will mix it up with me now and then. Someone who will tell me they don't like that radio station or they don't want to go see that movie. You're always so, so... Agreeable. 
When have we ever had a real argument? An argument? Why would we ever argue? We are so alike. Bingo! Yes, we are too alike. I need someone who will challenge me, who will give me candid criticism. So you want me to criticize you? I can't do that. You're everything I ever wanted in a Please, woman. Please, stop it. Just, just stop it. Can't you see, Jack? Whoops. Interception. Lion's ball again. Ooh, good defense. Uh, see, Helen, I think if we just... No, Jack, stop it. We are just not right for each other. So you would rather have someone to argue with? Someone who will contradict you, boss you around? You don't really want that, do well, you? Well, not boss me around, but yeah... Someone who will give me flack when I'm off base. For years, all I've ever heard are compliments. What a good little girl I am. How pretty I am. And, and I'm tired of it. I, I am flawed, just like everyone else. And I want someone who will bluntly point out my faults. Oh, I, I have trouble believing that. Do you really want a boyfriend who will exploit your weak spots? And not treasure Enough. you? Enough. Listen. I'm having trouble following the game. I just can't get romantically involved with you, okay? You've never said a harsh word to me, and that makes you a great friend, but a lousy boyfriend. Why should I talk harshly to you? Sure, you have flaws. Everyone does. But those flaws make you perfect in my eyes. There. That's it exactly. That's why we can never be boyfriend and girlfriend. I need someone who will point out my shortcomings, someone who will drive me to better myself, someone who will make me feel like I am learning and growing. And this critical boyfriend you're looking for, is it Alan? What? Oh, oh, let's not talk about him. Um, mm, the turkey smells good. Oh my goodness, it, it is Alan, isn't it? I mean, he is a good enough guy and all, but talk about vain and conceited. He is very cocky and full of himself. Perhaps it is Alan, what of it? Oh no, Helen, Alan is not the man for you. Do you want me to tell you the truth? Yes, I, I need to know the truth. Then you won't be upset if I told you what I think about Alan. I can't make any promises. Look, I understand why you'd be attracted to him. He's strong, handsome, reasonably intelligent. Oh, so you like him too. Uh, we always got along, okay? Well, but... what do you think are his best qualities? All right. L look, I'm okay. I'm trying to be fair here. Um, I think he's basically honest. I don't think he'd steal. Well, that's not saying much, so he's not a thief. What else? Do you consider him a friend? A friend may be too strong a word. An acquaintance, certainly, but we've never been close. For my taste, he's a bit too... Overbearing? Domineering? Um, a bit socially inept, perhaps. It's hard to finish a full sentence with him. He's always interrupting. He has all the right answers, and if you don't believe me, just ask him. The phrase... I don't know, is not part of his vocabulary. Well, that's an interesting perspective. As for me, I find him inspiring. He has an air of absolute confidence, like he knows exactly what he is doing. That is the kind of man I need. He can be severe at times, but that is only because Oh, now he's... you're wrong, Helen. He wins arguments through brute force. He talks the most and the loudest. Being adamant is not the same as being correct. I don't want you to wind up being his dog, someone he can put a leash on and kick around. For heaven's sake, Helen, stop this nonsense. What nonsense? Surely you're kidding, messing with my mind. You and Alan? It's, it's absurd, ludicrous. I bet you're only telling this to make me jealous, to torture me. And you have? 
so you can just cut it out. For heaven's sake. Jack, my dear, dear friend, I feel very badly about this. I wish it could be some other way, but it can't. I've told you what I need in a husband, and you just don't fit the bill. I'm so sorry, Jack. I don't want to hurt you. The man I want is someone who could love me not as I am, but as I could be, with the proper guidance. Guidance? Guidance? Do you think your life would really be better with a supervisor, an overseer? All right, I, I can see this is going nowhere. The only thing I ask is that you think carefully before doing anything you might regret. Look, Jack, let's just drop it. End of discussion. There's nothing more to talk about. Oh, Broncos kicked a field goal. Please, Helen, don't shove me away like this. Don't shut yourself off. I don't want to lead you on, Jack. Leave you with false hope. My mind is made up. The man I marry has to have the ability to point out all my faults in a sincere, straightforward, and even severe manner if necessary. And you are just not capable of that. Please, Helen, I'm begging you. Look, I'm down on my knees. Oh, please, Jack, don't make a scene. Get up, you look like one of the midgets from The Wizard of Oz. Oh, there's the phone. Please don't answer it. I have to answer it, and you must leave. There's no reason to prolong the pain. You've had your say, and I've had mine. Please, don't let a little thing like a romantic proposal ruin a perfectly good friendship. Now, please go. But Helen... No, Jack, it just won't work. Please leave it at that and just go. Helen! Helen! Oh, how can she be so hard-headed? Do I have to become a, a, a complete ogre to make her love me? Helen, there's someone at... Uh, never mind, I'll get it. Ah, Alan. Well, fancy meeting you, Jack. What are you doing here, trying to win Helen over? No, my friend, I'm afraid that's not possible for either of us. How's that? I've just had a talk with Helen, and she is not interested in a relationship right now. She said there's no one around here who's man enough for her. Did she mention me specifically? Yes, your name did come up. What did she say? Oh, I wouldn't want to repeat it. It might hurt your feelings. Aw, oh, come on, Jack. We're old friends. We went to school together, played football together. You can tell me. I'm a big boy. All right, Alan. I suppose you have a right to know. She said that neither of us is the man for her. Just between you and me, I, I think she's going through a phase where she doesn't have her head screwed on tight. She seems to have an aversion to flattery. Doesn't want to hear anything good about herself. And, and you apparently are one of the worst offenders. Always praising her and giving her compliments? What? I never gave her a compliment in my life. Even when she was dressed up in that cute little cheerleader outfit or when she was crowned swine queen during the pork day celebration, I never even acknowledged her presence. Well, whatever you did, she didn't like it. Plus, since you want the whole truth, she said that most of the times you seem a bit ridiculous. What? That, yes, that is the very word she used, ridiculous. And it was not just your haircut she was referring to. She wants a husband who will supervise her, oversee every word she utters and every move she makes. Evidently, you just aren't up to par in her eyes. But I used to ignore her most of the time, and when I did talk to her, it was in a surly and demeaning tone. Well, I can't speak for her, but apparently you came across as weak and pathetic... She said you're mild as milk toast, bland as butter. I don't understand. Helen has strange tastes in men. Or maybe she's just a masochist. She seems to enjoy being mistreated. Listen, let me give you some friendly advice. In order to get Helen, 
You must pretend you don't like her. Call her names, tell her she is stupid and ugly, and find every flaw and defect, and then exaggerate them all you can. As strange as it sounds, this is what she wants from men, especially ones that might want to get romantic with her. Don't worry, I can take care of that. She likes to be mistreated, huh? Well, I am just the man for the job. I know how to mistreat people. I've been doing it for years. Well, I have been rejected. I just can't give her what she wants. No? Well, I bet I can. Look, Jack, I really appreciate you telling me all this. Don't mention it. What are old friends for? Would you do me one more favor? Sure, if I can. Promise me you'll never let Helen know we talked about this. Sure, Alan. I will never breathe a word about our conversation. I don't want her to think I've been tipped off. When I lay into her, I want it to seem natural, like this is how I always act. Lay into her? So you plan to go for the jugular? That is exactly what I intend to do. Well, you are a better man than I. Hopefully, a little advanced warning will help. If anyone can mistreat her properly, it is probably you. Thank you, my friend. Now, let's not let Helen find us together. Would you mind making like a tree and leave? No problem. Hey, I'll check in later and see how it goes. Thanks, Jack. It was my pleasure, Alan. Best of luck. Goodbye. Oh, Alan, how are you? Have you seen Jack? No, Helen, thank God. Why do you say that? Because I hate seeing you with other men, especially ones who are timid and meek. If I had caught him here, I may have lost my temper and rearranged his face. Does it bother you when there are other men around? Yes, it does. And let me tell you, if I ever see you... Is this about Jack? Well, yes, but he's not the only one. You are a tease. You attract men the way dogs attract fleas. You think so? There's no think about it. I know so. I say what I mean, and I know what I am talking about. Are there other things you don't like about me? Yes, there are many things about you that absolutely disgust me. (gasps) Marvelous. I'm glad you feel that way, because that's the way it is, and that's the way it's going to be. Oh, Alan, I love it when you talk that way. It's exactly what I need, and I find it adorable. So grim and uncompromising. It makes no difference to me whether you like it or not. I speak my mind, and you might as well get used to it, honey. Every dog must be housebroken. You are magnificent. Magnificent or not, that is who I am. I really don't care what other people think of me, you included. Oh, if you were Shut up! I have no idea what you were about to say, and I don't care. But I'll guarantee you one thing. I am the most hard-headed, inflexible, unyielding person you will ever meet. Oh, I believe it and adore it. Tell me, why do you think I'm a tease? That's a stupid question, woman. Just take a look around you. No matter where you go, to parades, wedding receptions, sporting events, whatever it is, men flock around you in droves just waiting on you to give them a little attention, pat them on the head. You just love the limelight, don't you? Isn't it wonderful to see your picture in the newspaper every few weeks as queen of the ball or head of a fundraiser or winner of the wet t-shirt contest? Your ego must be bigger than a basketball gym. Now tell me, why do you think so many men are attracted to you? Well, I suppose they find me uh, good-looking and fun to be around. There are many women like that, and they don't attract men like hogs to a feeding trough. Well, I don't know then. Perhaps they find me... I was not finished speaking. When I talk, you listen. Got it? 
I know many women who are just as good-looking and fun to be with as you, but who don't flaunt themselves the way you do with lacy dresses, perfect hair, and a Hollywood makeup job. Most women have some sense of pride, of dignity, and don't go around looking like a call girl ready for business. Oh, thank you, Alan. Thank you so much. This is excellent feedback, and I appreciate you taking the time to let me I don't give a hoot about your thanks or appreciation. I am here to give you the facts. In the future, I will try to dress more And another thing. What? You have something else to criticize? Oh, baby, I am just getting started. I could make up a whole list of things that are wrong with you. Would you like them in alphabetical order? No, that won't be necessary. If you have more feedback for me, let's hear it. Get rid of the little schoolgirl mentality, will you? It was fine when you were a cheerleader, but it doesn't work for a grown woman. It makes you look childish, immature, overly sentimental, and quite frankly, ridiculous. Ridiculous? That is harsh. Yes, that is a harsh word, isn't it? What did I do that was so ridiculous? Can you give me an example? Of course. I could give you dozens of examples. There are so many. But to give you just a sample... Do you remember the picture they showed us in school of the woman wearing a fur coat? You cried like a baby over all the furry little creatures which were killed to make the coat. Boo-hoo! But the woman was stepping over a homeless man when the picture was snapped, so then you started weeping over the homeless man. Boo-hoo-hoo! Let's all find something to cry about and have a snivel party. Yes, I was touched by all the animals who were murdered to make that coat. And then, when they pointed out the homeless man, it was even sadder. Is it wrong to feel sad about... It makes no difference. Your overly emotional reaction was sickening. But I was just... Even that would not be so bad if you could just shut up every now and then and not talk about the most trivial, mindless things like shoes, draperies, nail polish, hairstyles, and any other idiotic topic that pops into your brain. Now you are going too far. Normally, people are very interested in talking to me. This does not make me idiotic. But as soon as the conversation takes a serious turn toward race cars or football or speedboats, you obviously become bored. It's evident that you don't care about the most important things in life. Those topics are boring to me, so there you are right. Ah, so you admit it. Yes, Alan, I admit that certain conversations bore me, and I can't help All right, enough of that for now. Let's talk about one of your biggest faults, one that many women have, but you seem to have an overabundance of it. And that is? Vanity. Vanity. Oh, you've gone too far. Just because I care about my appearance... Shut up! Every time I point out one of your shortcomings, you turn it around so it sounds like a virtue. You are such a conniving little wench. And you, Alan, you are an offensive, vulgar, disrespectful bully. At least I have enough sense not to come into a person's home and begin insulting them in such a rude and insensitive way. (laughs) See, See, you are so shallow. You can't fool me. Fool you? What are you talking about? Helen, I know your tricks, and you can't calm me by pretending that you are angry. You are just trying to see if you can get me to back off by acting mad. Well, it won't work, so you can just put a lid on it. Now, for your next defect, let's talk about the way you dress yourself. Those cutesy, lacy little blouses you wear or your jeans, too loose at the ankles and too tight. Stop it right there. Don't say another word. Yes, well, that is probably enough for today. And then you will give me more of the same tomorrow? Yes, we have barely scratched the surface. Do you think I am just going to sit here and take your abuse? Do you think you're so 
perfect and have all the right answers? Well, let me tell you something, Buster. You are the one who is stupid. You are the one who is vain, and you Hold your tongue, woman, or you may say something you will regret. Regret? There isn't going to be any regret. You won't even let me finish a sentence. Now it's time for me to talk and you to listen. You are just an overgrown child picking away at any little thing. You only see the vices, not the virtues, and you talk about them in the meanest, most cynical way possible, dwelling on all Are the th- you calling me a nitpicker? No. I am calling you a thug, a lowlife, an inconsiderate, thoughtless beast. Thoughtless? No, that is giving you too much credit. I'm not sure you can think. You are not articulate. You are completely ignorant of current events unless they involve explosions, crashes, or mutant vegetables that look like Jesus. You better be quiet before I turn you over my knee and give you a good paddling like the unruly child you are. I didn't think you would ever strike me in anger. Normally I wouldn't, but you are really irritating me with all the terrible things you have said about me. Have you lost your mind? You have said terrible things about me. But I'm glad we had this little talk. Now I know what a psycho you are, and to avoid you in the future. I feel the same, and to think that last night I was seriously thinking about asking you to go steady with me. Ha! I would rather go steady with a zombie than you. They have better manners. They just want to eat brains, not control them. What's going on? I I heard shouting all the way down the block. Oh, Jack, I'm so glad you're here. Good thing you showed up. I was about to go postal on her. What's what's the problem? This tyrant was telling me everything. No, it that was this little hussy who Oh, said, Jack, he said the most terrible Jack, she tried to start an argument. Stop. I'm telling him No, first. Jack no, will I understand the male perspective. Both of you. I, I can't understand anything with both of you talking at once. Uh, Alan, why don't you take a walk and cool off? Yes, that might be best, at least until this harpy can control her tongue. Get out of my house, you lout! L- look, Alan, I'll try to patch things up while you're gone, okay? I am right, you know. I'm always right. I will not back down. And neither will I. Oh, come on, both of you. Let's all take a deep breath. Goodbye, you little tramp. Goodbye, you petulant child. Thank God he is gone. What happened, Helen? Tell me about it. Alan is a fiend, Jack. He picked on me like it was the new kid in school and he was the playground bully. When he ran out of things to criticize me about, he started making them up. He did? I thought He acted like a sadist. I'm so upset. I can hardly think. It must have been a terrible argument to get you this upset. Yes, terrible. And it wasn't my fault. He just laid into me. Of course it wasn't your fault. I I know, Alan. Oh, Jack, you're so supportive and sympathetic. When I saw how angry you were, I thought, this can't be Helen's fault. Really? Yes, I knew because you control your emotions. It takes a lot to make you angry. Well... Yes, I've I've always tried to be. You are quiet and diplomatic and would never upset anyone on purpose. Yes, you're right, Jack. You know me so well. I would hope so. We've been friends for years. You've never raised your voice that I can remember. Except for that time you sat on that cactus. You said some choice words then. (laughs) Well, that was different. Like Alan, that was a real pain in the posterior. Tell me the truth now, Jack. Have I ever lost my temper with you? Never that I can remember. Well, you were a little peeved when I talked to you into driving my motorcycle into the automatic car wash. 
but outside of that... Hey, I didn't even chew you out over that. I was screaming about the hot wax, not the prank. But just a bit ago, I put you through a lot of pain, didn't I? Well, I, I was sad that you seemed so negative earlier, but it looks like you've settled down quite a bit. I am so sorry, Jack. It was all my fault, and yet you came back to see how I was doing. That is very sweet. You are such a good friend. Just a friend? Nothing more? Well, of course you're a great friend. Oh, you're referring to... Yes. Prove to me what a great friend I am. Show me. What are you asking? Uh, The same thing I asked you earlier. To be my girlfriend. To try it out. See if any sparks fly. I have been thinking about it ever since we talked. Ah, and what have you decided? Wait! Oh, the lions have a man wide open down the field! Oh! Oh, overthrew him. Incomplete pass. Kind of like what I did? Well, I'm not sure. Listen, Jack, I'm willing to give it a try, but you have to promise one thing. What's that? That you will tell me the truth no matter what. If you don't like the radio station, you'll tell me. If you want to eat at a different restaurant, you'll let me know. Don't always let me have my way. I'll become a spoiled brat and you will wind up hating me. Oh, I don't think I could ever hate you. Yes, you would. If I became as domineering and overbearing as Alan, you certainly would. Part of being boyfriend and girlfriend is to keep each other in balance, to give each other perspective. Will you promise to give me candid criticism when you think it is appropriate? Will you tell me when I'm wrong? Yes, I promise. But I will deliver that criticism in a gentle, supportive, inspirational way. Then kiss me, and let's give it a try. Helen, here's my first little bit of criticism. That wasn't much of a kiss. We can do better. Let's try it again, with more passion. Wait a second, Jack. The Broncos just fumbled. Forget the game, will you? Come here. Mmm, that was good. Touchdown. No additional criticism was needed. We hope you have enjoyed this presentation of Candid Criticism by Brad Buchanan, presented by the Maplewood Barn Radio Players. Our actors in this show were Todd Salazar as Jack, Amy Humphrey as Helen, and Joe Hayes as Alan. Our engineer for this program was Darren Helwich, with post-production by Amy Humphrey and Joe Hayes. Thanks for joining us this evening, and we hope you will tune in again next week at the same time for another story by the Maplewood Barn Radio Players, right here on KBIA. Want to see a Maplewood show live? Here's a suggestion for the ideal holiday stocking stuffer. A season ticket to the 2015 outdoor season at the Maplewood Barn in Nifong Park. This spring and summer, we're planning a full range of family shows. Go to www.maplewoodbarn.com for complete information. And there's never a rain out at the barn. We just move the fun inside. This is Byron Scott, president of the Maplewood Board, wishing you and yours a happy holiday season. If you've been enjoying our weekly shows here on KBIA, 
We want you to plan ahead to bring the family out to the barn this spring and summer. Our 43rd season of outdoor shows begins April 30th with a ghost story, Darker Shores. We'll continue through mid-September with musicals, 2 by 2 and Shrek, and rollicking comedies, leading ladies, and Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing. Drop by our website, www.maplewoodbarn.com, for full details and ticket information. Remember, there's never a rain out at the barn. We just move the fun inside.